always use pot holders when taking things out of the oven. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. The T-bone. <laughs> and chick fru. Let's God bless. All these years, just get it right one time. What do you want from me? 40 years they've been trying. You couldn't fire somebody if they were horrible, doing a terrible job for the veterans. And now you can say you're fired. <laughs> okay. No one listens to radio. And now for a quick disclaimer. The T-Bone. And Chick Crew. Show is brought to you by nobody. We have no sponsors. The show is still rated G. For Glorious. Today is a, a day we are going to try something we have never tried before. I have a friend of mine. You know what? I don't even want to. Dance with somebody? <laughs> uh, with my father again, actually. <laughs> Uh, what? A Luther Vandross song you don't like? Uh, invite people. Here we go. We're going to try to pull in Travis Bailey. Let's see if we can make this happen. And I don't want to explain why we're calling Travis until Travis is actually uh, available. If if we can make this happen, that'll be fun. I have a lot of questions. Oh. Oh, hold on. I think we got him. What's up? Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming Travis Bailey to the T-Bone and Chick Brew Show. Travis is currently in Sturgis, South Dakota at the ever-popular motorcycle thing. He has had his hand, he has had his hand on this Indian motorcycle for over, I think, 50 hours. How many, what's, the, what's the clock on this, Travis? So we're at right now 50 hours on the clock. So uh, one guy with me. Yes, I've noticed. To go. Have you considered bribing him? Um, I did. I told him give me 20 grand and he can have it, and he said no. So I will win. <laughs> now I've been following you over over this period of time. We are uh, we are only on audio. If you want to use your phone as a phone, that's okay too. Perfect. I, I, I've been sharing your your uh, your exploits with Jules as the day has gone on, as the past two days have gone on, and she's got nothing but questions. I love that's a great shot of the ear canal. She's got nothing but questions, and question number one is, how are you going to the bathroom? You've been doing this for two days. How are you going to the bathroom? All right, so um, every four hours we get a 15-minute uh, break every four hours. All right, so you've been doing this so long, how are you sleeping? Um, you try. Um, might get to, you might not. So I've had a total of 15 minutes of sleep and 50 hours. 15 minutes of sleep and 50 hours. Do you still got it in you? Can you pull this off? Can you do this? Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. And where is the wife right now? Is she helping you? Is she your teammate? Joanna is uh, in, uh, in Alabama with the kids. So are you doing this by yourself? Do you have no support whatsoever? Is there nobody there to help you? So I have uh, five uh, people, that, four people that came down with me, senior chief and uh, three Marines. Because you look a little dehydrated. You look like you, you could, uh, your, your lips look a little dry. No, I'm great. I'm sure I'm you're great. peeing a orange marmalade color. Uh, it's white. Straight powder. <laughs> is there any indication that your opponent is getting ready to give up? 
no, I think he's got a little dope more in him. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm rooting for you. I'm sharing your story on social media as much as I can. I, I want you to win this motorcycle. You have to drive by the house on your way home. And I, I, I thought by uh, getting a quick interview with you on the show, we might be able to spread your visibility just a little bit more. Awesome. Can I talk about uh, who's sponsoring this, Tony? Absolutely. All right. So this is coming from, uh, they're called Law Tigers Motorcycle Lawyers. So they're all throughout the U.S. Um, they went and worked with Indian Motorcycles to get this motorcycle and put on this uh, contest. So there was 300,000 applicants and 50 that actually won the trip there. Out of the 15 of us, only eight showed up. So they're a great organization. They give back to the community. Um, absolutely a must if you ride a motorcycle, get in an accident, call Law Tigers. Great organization. Is, is it lawtigers.com? It's, uh, yep, lawtigers.com. We'll make sure to get that word out, too. Hey, good luck to you, man. I'm rooting for you. Don't fail. And like I said in the original post, if you don't win, don't come home. Roger that, brother. All right, brother. Be safe. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. That didn't uh, work out very well. When I went to hang up on him, I hung up on everybody. That, I was like, what happened? <laughs> now I have the hiccups. What would you be willing to keep your hand on for over 50 hours to win? I'm not going to lie. The break, 15-minute break every four hours. Does make it kind of... Uh, I would probably probably just about anything. <laughs> yeah, the 15-minute break is almost like a deal breaker. I, I, You know, we did the thing called the Indianapolis Challenge in the pool there in Siganilla, where we spent 12 hours in the water. But the 12 hours in the water was with, you know... If you needed to go potty, you got to get up and go potty. There was breaks available. We were trying to do uh, a reenactment, a little bit of what it took for the, the sailors of the USS Indianapolis when their ship was sunk. We were doing a little something like that. I mean, it was a hot Siganilla sun, and it was only for 12 hours. And I got to tell you, if you spend 12 hours in the water, you get wrinkly. Oh, yeah. Excessively wrinkly. So uh, it has it has been a week. Uh, this is episode six of season eleven. In last week's magic mirror, for some reason, I did not mention Linda, 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 Linda. I did not mention Linda, and Linda was quick to comment. Uh, I, I I don't even really remember talking about the the birthday party that much, but she was quick to comment that she was not seen in the magic mirror, even though she was literally at the event. So. Uh, <laughs> There will be no mistaking, Linda is definitely being called out in this week's Magic Mirror. That's a spider. He's just crawling right down like, I can see you, spider. You're right in my field of vision. You're huge. I, I'm not a fan of killing things that don't need killing. And I understand spiders serve a purpose. But if you could just go back up to wherever you came from, young man, I won't have to kill you. But you're... See, right now... Oh, I see it. Yeah. Right now, you're, you're crossing a line, Oh. and, and I'm, I'm going to have to kill you. I warned you. I did not want to do that. Did you just use the book of everything? I did. <laughs> I did use the book of everything to kill the spider. <laughs> and again, not a fan of killing things that don't need killing. That was a big, big spider. It was a big spider, and, you know, they always sneak up on me. I got the spider bites all over my body, and, you know, I, I, I don't yeah, understand how it happens. I, I'm so disappointed with you. We didn't talk about this last time, but the last time we talked, I was so excited to actually talk to you because it had been so long, 
that I wasn't able to, to, to uh, share my frustrations with you, my angers, if you will. I specifically set this room up to be a two-person studio on the thoughts that maybe, possibly, you were coming to the birthday party. I tried. So here's the thing. I looked. I looked at train tickets and the times that I would, by the time I would finally get there, it would have been too late. It would have already started. I actually looked at airline tickets to fly in, go to the party, and then fly out. One, they were more than a today's car payment. They were like $756. And I would have gotten back just in time to immediately get on a flight to leave because I left the next day. I know it was asking a lot. I know. And the, fa the fact that you thought about it still makes me happy. But the, the, the possibility of you pulling it off created this entire second portion of the studio. I tried. That now tried. I've got to invite people into my house so that uh, I can use this as a tax write-off. i got to get somebody else in here. Uh, we'll, we'll see if his uh, schedule permits. We'll be back in the Harrisburg area in September of this year. Oh, my God. That's literally right around the corner. So I'll try to get Will in here for an interview and have some fun with him. And I gotta make my—I've gotta start going to the comedy zone. I gotta start going there and networking and getting back into the the business end of that uh, comedy thing. And then you know I'll try to get more people in. I will make this. You look very cute. I don't know why I'm saying that. The lighting is correct. Your your face is all... I, I'm watching the Big Brother show, and uh, this chick just got voted off, and I'm so glad she got voted off because she reminds me of you, except like an evil version of you, and I don't like her. So I was... I, and she's a chef, you know, who, who used to be a cop, you know, but, you know... Well, I was never a cop. But you were ASF, which is close. No, I never did ASF. Yes, you did. You no. shoot. No, Carson did that. I didn't do it. I specifically malingered my way out of that. <laughs> <laughs> How? <laughs> I, I have been on the receiving, accidental receiving end of pepper spray. They told me that I was going to have to take uh, a canister to the face, and I said, <laughs> I can't have allergies. Allergies, of course. Asthma, yes. Anything to get out of it. Pepper spray is not that bad. Pepper space not, not that bad. You're not gonna. I'm. I did not sign up. I, I. There's a reason I'm not an MA. I'm not built for it. Know your strengths. Own them. Stay in your lane. That's me. You, great cop. Me. Anyway, this woman, a uh, 40-year-old <laughs> chef, light-skinned black woman with a little touch of gray and shaved sides on her head. She reminded me of you. Because, you know, when you're, you're watching TV, you kind of try to associate things. And she reminded me a little bit of you, but she was evil. She was manipulative, and she was bitter, and, and I didn't like her. And I didn't like her as a representation of you. So when they when they pulled the big shifty and they kicked her off the show, I was like, yeah, bye, not Christina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I get that. It's funny, like, um, have you ever had a dream of your, of, like, been dreaming and your significant others in your dream, and they're just, like, the worst? I call that real life. I'm just kidding. I'm just so kidding. I have, I have, like, my normal partner and then my dream dream partner, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, dream partner is obviously the best. I'm like, no, that person is literally terrifying, and I loathe them. They're the worst versions. And, of course, like, things that, that the manager would never do, ever, ever, ever do. 
but in but dream manager absolutely does them on the regular <laughs> and so then you wake up and you're like i'm not talking to you Yes, uh, I am a lucid dreamer. I do, you know, I, I project a lot of my own angers and insecurities into the dream state. And uh, the producer takes on some of those values, which she is not and, and, and hopefully will never be. But, yeah, it's easy to get really, really angry at your spouse when you're projecting your your own issues onto them and they're playing it live in your dream yeah that's uh, i have done that i do not recommend that you should go to no, sleep I mean, every up. night thinking nothing but happy thoughts about your spouse and then that carries over into the dream state so yeah, that's how i used to avoid nightmares as a kid uh, anything that was going to be scary i would think about before going to bed so they would be fresh in my memory and i wouldn't dream about it and it worked so you just cross that off the list. Yeah. And they're done that. Seems it. I, I don't want to dream about Freddy Krueger. I mean, I was an adult when Freddy Krueger came out, but it still works as an adult. And it worked you as a kid, too. Huh? You were an adult? Yes. Yes, I was an adult when Freddy Krueger was released. I hate you. I am projecting uh, on you right now. <laughs> I guess I didn't really, like, put together the gap. Uh, how old were you when Freddy Krueger came out? I specifically remember not being allowed to watch it, um, and then it came out on VHS, and my friend Jackie, who lived next door, his dad had it, and we put it on, but we watched it from, like, around the couch, both of us, like, peeking around the couch, and then hiding when literally anything happened on the screen. <laughs> so I was that old. Well, I mean... Maybe second, second or third grade. Second or third grade? Probably second. Wow. Because it was before Rhode Island, which was third grade, so it had to... Oh, okay, okay. I wasn't an adult, but I, I was definitely a teenager when it came out. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it came out later. Very good. What, when did it come out? Did you look it up? 84, I did. But the, the thing is, I probably yeah. didn't watch it in 84. I've never been You're good... <laughs> <laughs> I've never been good at watching movies when they first come out. I, I'm just not a big fan of movie plexes. I remember the first time I saw, like, Patton. I saw Patton 30 years after it was made. And now, one of my favorite movies of all time. I can't flip past it on the channel and not just watch it. And I think my dad likes that one. Uh, Well, it's a great movie. Uh, Sling Blade was a, a movie that I didn't see until like 15 years after it was made, which is a shame because I could do a great B B Billy Joe Bob impression. Billy Bob Thornton. Billy, Bob, Billy Joe Bob Thornton impression in that movie. I could do a great impression of that, but by the time I finally saw the movie, it was kind of played out. Yeah. I did see a movie this week, though. I went and so we went and saw Thor because <laughs> who doesn't want to see Thor? He's beautiful. <laughs> Not, not what I what I was expecting to hear from you, but uh, okay. He's all muscly. Yeah. yeah. It was good. It was good though. We watched it. <laughs> we, we always watch the Marvel movies. We always watch them, and we, we really enjoyed them. We watched Spider Man. We watched the rest of the Spider Mans this weekend. We watched the newer Doctor Strange in preparation for Thor. It was a good weekend. I have not seen any of those movies. Well, you've missed out. It's a good time. I usually end up watching Marvel movies like. On a plane, on a cruise ship, you know, somewhere where I don't have options. And when I watch them, I, I, I enjoy them. Don't get me wrong. I do enjoy them. But 
I never set out to like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens to the the wasp in the in the in the quantum realms of the and and oh yeah, ant and wasp. Why 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 are there three Spider Mans? You know, I I've never really well because of the the multiverse. Well, yeah, if I want to if I want to deal with the multiverse, I I, I watch Rick Sanchez as she <laughs> stares at me with dull dead eyes. All right, who gets the promo? Who gets to do the promo? Is it the kids or is it Tegan? You tell me. Oh, Tegan did one. Oh, you didn't hear that? No. It's a T Bone and Chick Brew Hotline. You used to call me on my nine zero four. I thought I did that last week and explained to you that uh, I have three places for words there and I left the kids in because, you know, the kids, the kids did a good job. Yeah, they did a good job. Uh, they did a good job. Yeah. Tegan did a good job, although it took her two takes. I'm sure we talked about this last week. I think we did actually now. All right, two takes. So here's here, here's a serious question for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go to the hospital, at what point do you feel like you are required to notify your spouse? Well, if I go to the hospital, chances are my spouse has been telling me to go to the hospital for several days. So probably pretty quickly, just so that. Um, the gloating will be done by the time I am released from said hospital. So, you know, the, the second COVID shot messed me up pretty bad. Yeah. And put me in the emergency room, and I was able to be in the emergency room for several hours of testing and get home before she noticed I was missing. <laughs> right? And I still don't think she knows about that. Because <laughs> she doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> Perfect. Your secrets are safe. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just I just say I'm here. I'm safe. I uh, on Monday I was in the ER, and what? once again, once again, I was able. First of all, ladies and gentlemen, if I am in the emergency room on a weekend, there is room to be concerned. But if I can wait till Monday to go to the ER, <laughs> I have planned. I have planned this out. No, I. Uh, Thursday, the week prior, my, my back started causing me an issue, but it was, it was a really, really strange issue that uh, around my T4, T5 in the thoric region of my spine, something would impact there and it would push through my heart and through my arms. And I was in in an incredible amount of pain, but you know, maybe I slept wrong or maybe this, or Maybe it's cancer and I'm going to die. You know, I, I'm a hypochondriac. I went through all of this. And you definitely don't want to find out that soon. You, yeah, well. You don't want the bad news soon. <laughs> you know I me. I, hate, I don't want to be the guy that goes into the ER and they say, well, if we'd only found this a week earlier. I never want to be that guy. But at the same time, I am a hypochondriac. I, I know this. I can't go to the hospital every time I'm feeling weird. I know that. So they have these things in America now called patients first. This is something that's new to me. They didn't have these when I left the United States, and they do now. It's kind of like a hospital. It's staffed with nurses and doctors and such, but they're, they're not an emergency room. They can do a bunch of things, and they can do them cheaper because they're not a hospital. So I went to patient first, and of course they do the EKG, and they do the, the chest x-rays, and... The, the doctor there, bless her heart, she, she kept saying, you know, I can't rule out any of the scary things. 
And that's all she would say was the scary things. She said, your lungs look a little COVID-y, but I can't rule out any of the scary things. Now, I don't have to tell you where this put me. This put me in a very, very dark and dangerous place. So they recommended I go to the emergency room. And I told her, I don't want to go to the emergency room. I don't like hospitals. That's where people go to die. And she laughed at my joke, but said, no, you should really go to the emergency room. And they built a brand new hospital right around the corner from the house. Beautiful, brand new, everything's brand new. And there's no people there. You go in and everybody's friendly and there's no wait and they're super attentive. And they, they, they did a full blood panel. They did another EKG. They did an MRI. They did a CAT scan. They did everything. And How did you get all of that on one trip? Because there was nobody else there. Dang. I mean, there might have been a couple other customers, but they're, they're, they were definitely staffed for the occasion. And they weren't even like a level one trauma center. They, they don't have a helo pad. They can't do anything. So I'm there and just terrified the entire time and, and just watching the clock tick away. And I'm, I'm already working on my last will and testament. I, I mean, it's... It's exhausting what I went through because everything was in the deal with God. I'll stop doing this if you just let me live. I'll stop doing that if you... It's just the, uh, what is the five, the five uh, steps of, you know what they are. I've always wanted to do a joke about this, but I can never remember what they're called. The, the, That's the joke. Yeah. <laughs> the five steps of acceptance or whatever it's called. Yeah, like denial. Right, guilt, and then bargaining, and then finally acceptance. Yeah. And uh, the doc comes back, and at the end of the day, he says, uh, everything looks good. Surprisingly, everything looks good. Like your heart, your lungs, your liver, it all looks good. He said, I do notice this little bit of what looks like arthritis in your spine, and that could be what's causing it, you know, and here's... Here's some medication, and we'll try to work it that way. Well, that was that was Monday, and here we are almost a week later, and uh, it's not getting better. So where does my brain go? My brain goes to, that guy doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. They clearly mixed up my blood test with somebody else. There's no way my liver's fine, and my lungs are fine, and my heart's fine. It must have been somebody else's test results. So now I'm back in this dark place again, just thinking about all the things wrong with me and wanting, wanting to do better because I just, I've gotten to a point in my life where I'm really, really happy and I'm really comfortable and I don't want it to end. And it's driving me bonkers because this pain just resonates there. And then when it happens, like, I, I can't say it's unbearable because obviously it's bearable, but it's very, very painful. It's, a, it's an excruciating pain. So I should go to the doctor right now, and I'll tell you that I've been told by two people that I know and trust very much that I should go to the doctor, and I haven't, because same, right? <laughs> I don't wa- I'm not hunting for bad news. I don't want that. Last week, I was going down the stairs quickly, and my foot slipped, and both of my heels landed on a step straight down with all of my too much weight. <laughs> and now I have pain, and it feels like... If someone took nails and shoved it under your toenails and then pulled back, try to like rip, rip your toenails off from the nerve up to my shins. <laughs> um, and then, of course, you know, 
I just am not going to go to the doctor for that. Obviously, I have jammed something and stubbed some nerves. That's obviously all that's happened. Right. We're tough people. We take a couple of Motrin and we hydrate, right? And we're good. Yep. Yep. Drink your water, mind your business. <laughs> Until that doesn't work. <laughs> Until it doesn't work. And then, I, yeah, and it's funny because it's like the other day I went into the pool and I was like, oh, it'll be really nice to be in the water and not have any extra pressure on my legs, you know, and like float around and be buoyant and not fat. <laughs> I mean, be fat, but like not feel the fat. And I went under the water and I like swam forward and when I came up, I put my feet down on the ground. And when I did, something in my body from my heels all the way up to uh. right across the back of my shoulders, it felt like someone went and just punched me right over my shoulder blades. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? And so now anytime I go like this, I can't do it. That's it. <laughs> So old me, old me would say something like, maybe you should go to a chiropractor. But in this last week, some woman who went to a chiropractor got her back broke and died. I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't know how that's not a more regular thing. Cause every time I go to the chiropractor, I'm like, what, what are you doing? That is not right. That's not normal. That's quite painful. You shouldn't do that to people. Luckily, I had enough elasticity in my spine that it didn't break it. Every time I watch videos on, like, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, and they're, like, doing that, I'm like, how is that helpful? That can't be. They're just doing it for the for the real, I think. Everyone's <laughs> doing it for the real. There's no way that that, that sound is actually benefiting anyone. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, those are the big things I wanted to get off my chest. I wanted to definitely talk about my mother-in-law, Linda, make sure she's... I got big things on my chest, too, but they're just... Ha! <laughs> you and me both, sister. <laughs> That's so nice. Uh, that, uh, I want to talk about my hospital visit. I want to talk to you about the, the two-person setup in our pitter-patter, in our chit-chat, our back and forth. And we pulled in a live interview for Travis. So that was that was something we don't normally do. Why don't we go to the Wheel of Destiny and find out what we're going to talk about next? It's time to talk about cooking. And tonight proved one thing. You know, f all. You seem a little excited to talk about cooking. I've been cooking all day. Oh, I can't wait to hear what you've been cooking. Today, I made ribs. Uh-huh. Use your recipe. Well, not your recipe, but your method. Oh, method. yeah. I did Instant Pot with applesauce, rub on the ribs, cook them in the Instant Pot, and then put them on the grill with some barbecue sauce. To mm -hmm. Delicious. Yes. Um, I did corn, a little bit of butter in the husk, in the oven to get it started, and then on the grill to finish it off so it gets all crispy and delicious. And then I did... Uh, what I call my H-E-B, knockoff H-E-B potato salad. Is that H-E-B? Howard Edward Butt Grocery Store. Yes. Very oh, nice. what is Howard Edward Butt Grocery Store? It's a big thing in Texas. Oh, okay. Okay. Not they from there. Don't know that. What's yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone from Texas will be like, oh my God, H-E-B potato salad. I know exactly what that is. 
but it's really good potato salad and I make a knockoff of it and it was really good. We have a lot of Amish food in the area. So if you go to like one of our supermarkets uh, and we have we're the house that we ended up in is so amazing because the hospital and the emergency room that I was talking about is right there. We have two giant uh, excuse me, I, don't, I can't use that word because we have two very large grocery stores on uh, both sides of us. The veterinarian clinic's right there. The cannabis store's right there. The grocery stores are wise and giant. Those are the big things in this area. And a lot of the time, they'll have Amish stuff inside these supermarkets. What is that? Well, it's like potato salad, except it has the word Amish in front of it or behind it, or underneath it. You you know that the potato salad was made by the Amish. Or what me? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, the, there's a lot of Amish things here. So just like the word Amish makes it Amish? I think so. Get, I, I really don't do think. They get, do they get credit for it? Is it like money? I, I, hey, I, I don't think they get credit for it, no. Who's that beautiful buddy? That is Zeus right there, yes. Oh, come here. Buddy. Come Hi. On. Hi, oh, oh, you, yes. So oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, give him kisses. You give him kisses. He deserves it. Oh, yes. Leland Melvin is an astronaut, was an astronaut with NASA. And when he did his official NASA astronaut photo, he's got a picture of uh, two Ridgebacks climbing up on him, kind of like Zeus just did to me. <laughs> he's, he's, he, I, I follow him on Facebook. He's a great guy. Row and Zeus. Uh, no, no, no. Row and zero and row. L. Oh, I can't remember. L R Z. Row zero. Doesn't matter. He's got two beautiful Ridgebacks, and he takes them out all the time, and he does field trips with them, and it's fun time. He got one of those camper vans that took him across country. He's going to go to. Uh, I don't know why I know so much about this astronaut. I, I like you the guy. You know a lot. You know a lot. It's a little softery, <laughs> but we're just going to roll with it. You know, we'll say it's your new hobby. Oh, we were talking about food. We were talking about food. And then Zeus just jumped in the picture. Sorry about that. So, uh, I'm not. for those who don't know, why don't you tell them about my Instapot method? Well, you cook your ribs in your Instapot. Absolutely. 100% of the time. And I, 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 I did also, because normally before my Instant Pot, I would do like a very low and slow boil braise in the oven. And yeah, like, it, but that takes a lot of time and I have a lot of time. And honestly, what's just because it takes time doesn't mean that it's better. Oh, Correct. Fine. And I was able to do two, two slabs of ribs at once. Right. It came out fine. And they're fall off the bone. I could hardly get them on the grill. They were <laughs> that is a challenge. That is the challenge. Yeah, I, luckily I have like massive tongs that are like two forearms coming together. So. <laughs> well, even even if you just take them out of the Instapot and put them right on a plate and then put uh, barbecue sauce on them there, uh, mm -hmm. it's still a challenge because they're, they're so moist and so tender that the bones just fall right out. What, so what I did was I put the rack in the bottom and then I like hooked it and that got most of them and I like... Just put all of them on at once, all of them on a sheet pan at once. So you cook them, yeah, you have to do it on a sheet pan, because if you don't, it'll, they'll fall right through the grill. Well, I, I put them on the grill after, but I kind of let them cool down, so, like, the meat kind of tightened back up. But, um, yeah, putting them on the little rack that goes in the Instant Pot and then pulling it all out together makes right. a big difference. Yes, as opposed definitely. To, like, trying to, you know, because that's, there's, all the bones would have fallen out otherwise. I was talking to Big Baby this week. He didn't know what lemoncello was. 
And I was like, uh, wow. well, I've done multiple videos. I can show you how to make it. No, I want to know what it is. It's a, it's a digestivo. It's an after-dinner drink. It's made with lemons and uh, a very powerful uh, alcohol known as Fino. What is Fino? I was like, you know what Everclear is? Yeah. Well, it's much stronger than Everclear, okay? It's called Fino. It's the end, my friend. And it's illegal to buy in the United States. So I meant to send him a, a video of me making limoncello, and I forgot to do that. I'm going to have to do that. He he stepped I'm off of Facebook. Booze right now. You're doing what? I'm making booze right now. What are you making? I'm making a, another mead. Oh, you know, Instapot has a way of making wines. I don't find it pleasurable. I watched a video about that. It did not end well, so I have no interest in it, but I, I'm making a pear, a pear and lemon mead. Ooh, a pear and lemon I'm mead. in the guest bedroom right now. The, the, oh, so the mead that I made when I was in New York came out fantastic. When I went, when I was back, it, it had finished its last rack. I had bottled it. Everything was good. It had rested for over six months. It was delicious. Mead and wine and yogurt. These are all things that can be made in an Instapot, but I just prefer to buy. It just, it, it, it isn't worth it. You know, especially in Spain, I could buy like uh, two kilos of yogurt for like one euro. It was insane. Here it's a little <laughs> bit more expensive, but... Still, it saves me a lot of time. It, it, those things take time. I'm not good at the time taking things. I am good at the limoncello because when I make it, I put it in a cabinet and I just don't go into that cabinet again for months. And then when I finally go in there, I'm like, surprise! And the same kind of goes for my kimchi. Once you make a batch of kimchi, you know, it, it has to settle. It has to rest. and You got to put it in a, a nice little quiet, cool place and, and let that fermentation thing work. What I made this week... And I tell you, I'm getting better at it every time. Corn on the cob. Amish corn on the cob, if you will. <laughs> no, I mean, we have a lot of cornfields here. And this time of year, corn goes on sale, and it is crazy cheap. Here's, here's 10 ears of corn for 50 cents. Just get rid of it. Just take it with you. I throw it in the Instapot. Uh, what I do is I saute one cup, I, I take a cup of water, half a stick of butter, garlic, salt, cayenne, pepper, and pepper, and I, I saute that liquid up real nice and get it going. Once that butter's melted, I put all the, I, you know, strip all the corn down from the husk, I put it all in the Instapot, and in two minutes, I cook it for two minutes on high pressure, when it comes out, all of the corn is buttered. All of that butter is infused into all of the corn so you don't have to individually butter your corn the garlic salt is there the peppers there it's just amazing little pieces of corn all on their own without any extra work i love tony's amish corn on the cob t-bones <laughs> <laughs> amish corn on the cob i love it man it's delicious <laughs> Well, that was some good talking about food. It's one of the things we do here on a regular basis because she's a chef and I am not. But it's not the only thing we do. We also talk about other things. And now let's do everything. the everything. book of everything. everything. It's just It just gets you in the mood. When you hear that bumper music, you're like, these, these are things I want to talk about. Here we go from the book of everything. This is an actual 
real hardcover book. So hard is the cover of this book, you can use it to kill spiders if necessary. The first back we have today, beavers, beavers, have transparent eyelids so they can see underwater with their eyes shut. That. Unsay that. Unsay it. To the back, <laughs> <laughs> From the book of everything, beavers have transparent eyelids so they can see underwater with their eyes shut. That is probably the freakiest uh, thing I can imagine on an animal. I. I actually want to Google right now. I want to Google beaver eyelids. Uh, that's very strange. All right. Uh, fact number two from the book of everything. And just so you know, we're going to headlines next. I hope you're ready. Uh, I'm always ready. Fact number two from the book of everything. Here we go. Zeppo Marx, the youngest of the Marx brothers, designed the clamping device that held the atom bombs in place before they were dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Zeppo Marx, the baby Marx brother, designed the clamping device that held big boy and little boy in place before being dropped on cities in Japan, killing hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> Zeppo was the quiet Marx brother. He didn't talk. The quiet one. Yeah. It's always the quiet one. All right. So we've done our, uh, we've, we've learned a little something there. Learned about the beaver's eyelids and Zeppo Marks being uh, assisting to the mass killings. Today we learned about the bombs and the beavers. The bombs and the beavers. I like it. And uh, now we're going to do, and I still haven't done an opener. I thought about doing an opener all day, and I didn't do an opener. Anyway, we're doing news from around the globe with headlines brought to you by Chick Brew and interpreted by T-Bone. Do you have a headline for me? Oh, I have two. Here we go. What you got? Canadian man uses giant billboard to get rid of leftover dairy products in fridge. I, I've priced billboards. They're quite pricey. He used a billboard. First of all, he's Canadian. How polite. He used a billboard to get rid of dairy products from his fridge. Hmm. All right. I think what the headline is left out. By the way, great headline. I think what the headline is left out is that this is a... Uh, this is a restaurant. This isn't a home refrigerator. This isn't 24 and a half cubic uh, feet of storage space. This is like 300 cubic feet of storage space. This is huge. And he probably got shut down because of COVID or the monkeypox or some other reason that the government likes to take out on the man. And, and he wants to bring attention to his plight by giving away all of the dairy products which I'm assuming is mostly cheeses of some sort versus like lactate and milk and uh, soy milk and almond milk. I'm imagining, I'm imagining it's like real cheese. Like this guy's got a lot of cheese he's got to give away because he's going out of business and he comes up with a sign. He probably puts it right next to one of those Chick-fil-A signs where it's got the cows out there. And it's like eat more chicken and except he, he has an accessory sign next to it. It's like eat my cheese. 
take my dairy please or something along those lines so that so that he gets the attention that he wants he gives away the free dairy products which i'm sure is cheese at this point and none is the wiser and i don't really remember how canadian taxes work there i haven't lived there in a very long time but he'll probably try to write them off on his taxes as uh, donations and giveaways i either way either way it's something he could have done on the side of the street without renting a billboard so i have to believe his his actual intent was to get attention for whatever his issue was how close am i it was cheese um it was one string cheese and he's looking for a trade he wants the perfect trade for a string cheese which is kind of a that's like a bold move because string cheese doesn't last forever so your window of opportunity for this to be like he has one thing of string cheese one thing of string cheese that he's willing to trade and, and it's funny because it says that people have offered uh, persian cats a girlfriend <laughs> all kinds of all, all kinds of things on offer and he has yet to commit to any any trade well that's because he's probably eating the cheese at this point he's gotten all the attention that he wanted yeah, a box of Lucky Charms with uh, um, all charms. It's been on offer. A box of Lucky weird. Charms with all charms. Yeah, it's a weird offer, but I just all marshmallows. I'm not mad at it. But he had I'm to he had to take out a billboard. You know, billboards cost money. Yeah. What does the billboard itself say? It says it says four trade one string cheese. Accepting trades for one string cheese, marble flavor, still in original packaging, no low balls. I know what I have, and then a phone number. A billboard. That is hilarious. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna forward you the the article here, just so you have it in case you wanna watch it later. Oh, don't think I'm, uh, don't think I'm not about uh, uh, putting something on a billboard for that kind of attention. <laughs> are, are, do we? Do you need me to send you some pictures to to put on the T-bone and chick brew billboard? Are we doing that? Is that happening? Yes, I can definitely, I can definitely put that on the, 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 the thing that we do, that thing. I have, I have some, some pictures of me that I took with Rupert today. We're, we're both wearing party hats. What? Well, Rupert has been in a cone. Yes. A little bit, so I, I put him in a party hat. It's a different kind of cone. He liked it about the same amount. Why, why was he in a cone? He had a little tumor on his ear, so we went ahead and had it removed. Okay. You know. Veterinarians are so cheap in Spain that you know, if anything significant happened to Zeus, we'd probably just get on a plane, go back to Spain, and do whatever needed to be done there. Yeah, and yeah. we would give you guys a place to stay. What? That's what I'm talking about. Are you ready? Do you have another headline for me? Of course I have another headline. Awesome. Here we go. French scientist trolls Twitter by claiming chorizo slice is actually a distant star. French scientist trolls Twitter by pretending that a piece of chorizo is a distant star. <laughs> well, I got nothing. I got nothing because I've seen I've seen all these images from the uh, the hub, the Hubble, the Hubble James telescope, Webb? the James Webb. Yeah, the James Webb telescope. I've seen all these images and I'm not impressed at all. I I understand the the infinite. Oh my God, that's a great piece. That's a great piece of sausage right there. I believe that's a distant star. What if, well, let's take this into consideration. What if we tried to trade a distant star, right, as an NFT 
on a billboard, I know what I have here. And, I think we get a string And cheese. somehow we put that with a French accent. I know what I have here. This is a distant star. <laughs> Worthy of at least one maple string cheese from Canada. Oh, I wonder if the guy from Canada is French-Canadian. I'm just, I, I'm wondering, they seem to be on their game this week. You, you found some, some great headlines. That was a, that was a difficult one. And uh, we will post both of the pictures. We will post the picture of the, the string cheese and of the distant star from the James Webb Space Telescope so that you can see them for yourselves, you know, our, our super fan out there. You know, when we speak of super fans, I kind of miss some of our old super fans. I, um, I was in conversation with Mr. Mike Stanley recently, and oh. he, he was like, uh, where can I listen to the show? And I'm like, are you retarded? I mean, I know you're old, but it's called the Internet. We literally put a link out every week. It shows you exactly how you can get to it. But then, then I remember how dumb and old I am when I've been telling people for years on how to listen to the podcast, not realizing that if they weren't listening, they couldn't hear how to listen to the podcast. So, yeah, we all do dumb things. We all do dumb things. You know what it's time for now? Oh, what? You want to take a guess? Birthdays. That's right. It's time for a birthday boost. <laughs> K-pop for the rest of us. So it is time for birthday boost. Haven't done a real good job today explaining all of our little segments. So in the birthday boost section, what we do is we uh, we go through our list of people who are having birthdays and we say awesome and amazing things about them. It's it's a it's a pretty cool thing we do. It's just just one of those things we do. Uh, and naturally, as always, I allow Chick Brew to go first. She gets two. I get two. People that we give birthday boost to. And uh, uh, boop a doop a And then everybody else is just kind of like an honorable mention. But if you want to be in a future birthday boost. The only thing you got to do is just be a regular member of the show, and you can find the show, you can participate in the show and all that by just uh, going to the uh, website. So I did not do a good job of explaining that. I've got a bunch of weird things popping up here while I try to find my birthdays. All right, who is, uh, who's getting your birthday boost this week? Uh, first birthday boost is Karen Feehan. She was on tour with me for three years, three years with Karen. Uh, I don't know. She lives in Colorado now. She's living her best life. I think the last time I talked to her was during the pandemic or just before the pandemic when everyone was like still wanting to be friends and talk to people they hadn't talked to in a while. <laughs> it was weird, but Karen's amazing. Uh, definitely one of those people that you like to work with because they don't ever complain about anything and will help you do things. Also, one time she bought, <laughs> uh, we were finishing an event, it was storming. This guy was trying to sell all of these, like, chocolate-covered frozen bananas before the storm hit. <laughs> Dummy should have traded them. Like, right, for at least one string cheese. Karen bought, like, 15. He had, like, she bought everything he had left and was like, my staff will eat them. And we get in the van, and now it's, like, been pouring. We broke down the tent. We're, like, exhausted. <laughs> She's holding one up, and it's a chocolate-covered banana. And she goes, dick's on a stick, everybody. <laughs> and she's, she was also like, she's like my parents' age. She was like watching my mom. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> the, the most important part of that story was the end. You had to share that earlier. No, it was better at the end. Getting <laughs> 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 <Is> that home. <laughs> I am going to give my birthday boost, one of two that I have to give this week, to someone who also is probably showing up on your birthday listing, Mr. Michael Lantron. Lanny. Yeah, oh, Lanny there. You know, Lanny worked with us there in Rota for many years. He's a good man. He's, I think he's a senior chief already, isn't he? Yep. Oh, my goodness gracious, how time flies. So old senior chief Lantron there, he was... Uh, he was quasi-semi in charge of the radio station many, many years ago, and he allowed us to pretty much do whatever we wanted to do. We were pretty good with that. He's a great guy. He's got a lovely wife. He's got a beautiful family. He also, he also took me up on the hash invite and came out and hashed with us, and we had a wonderful time together. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to talk about that. Anyway... Uh, yeah, my birthday boost goes to uh, Mr. Michael Senior Chief uh, Lantron. That's who I'm giving hey. mine to. It'll sound better when I edit it out. Who is your number two? Who's the next person you're going to give a birthday boost to? So I have this next person. Their birthday is uh, coming up here in this next week. And you know, if you've been in the military, especially like kids in the military, before social media, you lost track of each other. Like, it just happened. True story. You had two weeks. You, you, would, you would write letters, and normally after, like, the second or third letter, then the other person moved, <laughs> and the addresses returned to sender. Always happened. Never failed. Um, a few weeks ago, my sister-in-law sent me a picture of something that I had stuck in a Where's Waldo book when I was a kid. My mom has carried this Where's Waldo book in my, my belongings at her house for her grandchildren. So when my mom goes to visit my sister-in-law and my brother while they are in town. She gives them this Where's Waldo book where there's a drawing where I have written my best friend at the time's name on this paper. It says Alexis Akers. I have, I remember Alexis. We lived together in California. <laughs> we lived together in Rhode Island. And after Rhode Island, we went separate ways, just like you do. We went to Japan. I have no idea where her family went. So I was like, I'm just going to... Into Facebook, Alexis Akers. I haven't talked to this person since I was in third grade. Mm -hmm. There's one, one person on the entire Facebook <laughs> that pops up. I look at the uh, where have you lived. It is the same. So it's her. Uh huh. It is her. You, you send the message. I send the message. Hey, by chance, did you ever go to this school? And she says, I remember you and your brother, and you had a beagle named Sugar. Like, she remembered us. Well, how cool and is that? her birthday is coming up. So, happy birthday to Alexis Akers. <laughs> well, happy birthday. I mean, have you kept in touch since? Yeah, we've messaged a few times. That's awesome. Well, oh, and what's crazy is, I lived in Austin for all those years. <laughs> she's in Texas. She's in Austin. She has family in Austin, family in Houston. My, I'm from Austin, and I have family in Houston, and we never knew it until I was all the way over here. Crazy. Isn't that insane? It is crazy. Super cool, though. My uh, second birthday boost of the day is going to go to the one and the only Mr. Philip Mackey, also known as Rock, Paper, Sexer. Uh, one of my Asher <laughs> friends from Korea, a fantastic individual who warms the deepest cockles of my heart on a regular basis with his awe-inspiring messages on Facebook. Philip Mackey is uh, the winner of my... Oh, uh, birthday boost. 
Now into the honorable mention section. What do you got for your honorable mentions? I've got a few to lay out there. Who do you got? I've got uh, Gina Moore-Williams, Brian Blair. I got... <laughs> nope, because you already said him. <laughs> uh, Amy Randall. And where'd he go? Where'd he go? Oh, wait. When is our next show? Uh, next weekend? Lindsay Gutierrez. Oh. If I said the name Latanya uh, Starks, would that ring a bell with you? Starks? Latanya Starks. Yep, she was a chief with us in Rhoda. Tim Bray, retired mass chief. You don't know, but I do. It's Sky Ashley, it's her birthday. Artie Fletcher, what? What are you saying? Chief Starks? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I love LaTanya, I do. Uh, LaTanya Starks, uh, retired mass chief Tim Bray. Sky Ashley, comedian Sky Ashley. Uh, comedian Artie Fletcher, who I could have sworn we acknowledged last week. Um, again, another mass chief, old Jeff Wright. God. These, these youngins, man, they grow up behind you, and, and you're just kind of amazed. Uh, we already covered Lanny. Ken, uh, uh, Kent Vaughn is having his. Uh, Amanda White, who I, I love to death, she's having hers. Rob Berkey is having his birthday, and that will be before the next show. Ronan Folly, Jose Cabre, and Justin Wilson. All of those people are having their birthdays uh, this week. Oh, that's Justin Wilson. I know who he is. He's, he's a new friend. He, he lives in Philadelphia. Linda Edmond and Ken Mayo. These are all uh, amazing people having their birthdays in the, in the next few days. So uh, if you see them, you know, give them money. How cool would it be if people just randomly walked up to people and said, hey, I heard it was your birthday, and just hand out 20 bucks. There you go. I promise I promise. there's no fentanyl on any of the money that I give out. Just, uh, hey, does this rag smell like chloroform to you? Yeah. <laughs> so those are, uh, that's what we do. It's a little shout-out to all of our friends there. We give them a little birthday boost on the weekend. Good, buddy. He is really in need of some love and attention. He is all over me today. So, let's see. Have we covered everything that we need to cover? I think we have. We've done the, the cooking, and we did the birthdays, and we did the book of everything, and then we chit-chatted, and we did a live interview, and we did the news. I think we did a good show here, Chick Brew. I think uh, it's everything people expect of us, and it's a tight one hour of us just going back and forth. As always, if you're a regular listener to the show, please go to the Facebook website or the Facebook page. You can find us by searching the hashtag, the T-Bone and Chick Brew Show. One word. You can also find us by short, uh, the shorter version, which is hashtag LUNSB. That's L-U-N-S-B. If you don't know what that means, you have to ask us on the Facebook page. We are the T-Bone and Chick Brew Show. We are in season number 11. I get it. You need love and attention. I'm wrapping up. Damn it, Daddy. When a 120-pound Ridgeback wants your attention, you have to give them your attention. It's what you have to do. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, as always, for listening. We enjoy uh, interacting with you. We enjoy this. My mother-in-law recently asked me, he's like, why, why do you do that? Are you making money? I was like, no, we kind of just do it for fun at this point. We are still informative. We are still entertaining. But the only people we're really here for are, are friends and family and anybody else. It's not like we're going... I mean, we have had episodes reach over 100 downloads, which is impressive. But we're not really... I don't see us going uh, any further than that. <laughs> so we do it because it's a good time for me and you to reconnect, and it's a good time to have a little fun. It's what we do. Ladies and gentlemen, I remind you today... You know what, as I, though, Our friendship will live longer... Then we will. Because of the internet. Because of the internet. Uh, one I, day, I, someone will be like, oh, hey, do you want to hear what, what your Aunt Christina sounded like? And there I'll be. 
on the T-Bone and Chip Brew Show, and I'll be long gone. <laughs> but the thing is, when we were doing terrestrial, uh, terrestrial radio, you know, that signal goes out into the ether. It just goes and goes and goes. And aliens, billions of light years away from now, or supposedly, I don't understand how that was ever supposed to work, that they could, they could pick up a TV or radio signal billions of years in, in the future on planets far, far away. But if you lived around the corner from the radio station, you couldn't hear it. I, I don't know how that works, actually. But at least when we were on terrestrial radio, their thought was that we were we were uh, transmitting out to the entire universe. But when, when, you, when you go solely to the uh, podcast format, you're no longer transmitting to the universe. And that makes me sad. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I remind you today as I remind you every day, be the best person that you can be. And if you are a great person today, be an even better person tomorrow. And don't forget that you are loved. You are loved, everybody. Bye. Lunsby and all that. Yay. Thank you for listening to T-Bone and Chick Fruit. If you enjoyed that show, you should check out the Jerome McLean Show, independent media that won't reinforce tribalism. We have one planet and nobody's leaving, so let's reason together. You can find the Jerome McLean Show at the same place you actually listen to this show. Give it a shot.